Hello, you lovable tarts. Hi, Ali. Hi, Kat. This week, we're going to talk about, drum roll, inspiration. Woo! Inspiration. Why? I'll tell you for why. Can you tell I've been rewatching Gavin and Stacey? We want to talk about what inspires us because we feel, I mean, especially in the UK, in lockdown too, there is not that much inspiration in the world. And probably you guys don't have that much around you to inspire you. So we wanted to talk about what inspires us to help remind you of what inspires you and give you a little bit of hope and optimism in what could be darkish times. Although saying that, (laughs) I feel a bit of optimism right now because of this, you know, vaccine chat, end of lockdown to chat. I mean, like, I'm not going to get ahead of myself like I did when they first announced the vaccines a week and a half ago. But I'm feeling, I'm feeling quite hopeful, Ali, that, that we're on the home stretch. I think so. I didn't think the news knew what to do with itself. Good news came in and everyone was like, what? I think, I was thinking, like, maybe we can, like, measure now hope and optimism on a scale of during lockdown when they first announced that vaccines were coming, being like the most optimistic you could ever be. And then after that, be like, oh, yes, that was day one of vaccine coming out. And then it was like five days later when they're like, "Uh, they're not even going to get, they're not even going to pass this year. Um, Yeah. And an idea that I had to commemorate this lockdown time in our lives. I love it. A scale of hope. Yeah, exactly. We're going to talk about things that inspire us, whether that be people, things, uh, movements, whatever that might be, and um, the people that we've inspired. That is going to be a long list, Ali, I imagine. A huge list. Right, well, first of all, let's kick yeah. things off the only way we know how. How are you doing, Kat? How's your week been? Well, Ali, I'll tell you about my week. It's been very exciting. Not really. It hasn't. Um, I've got a good story, though. So I was going for my walk, you know, my daily walk that I've been doing. And I walked past a homeless person and they shouted, Oi, Ed Sheeran, give us your money. They were talking about me. I was Ed Sheeran in that anecdote. They were shouting at me. (laughs) Oh, KJ. I know. Not the first time that I've been heckled for being a ginger in 2020. So at this point, I'm just rolling with the punches. And you know, there are worse things to be called than Ed Sheeran. Who's the guy from, Sim- <laughs> who's the guy from Simply Red? <laughs> Mick Hucknall. Yeah, Mick, <laughs> Mick Hucknall. <laughs> Maybe well, at the end of a really wet, tired day. Not you, just generally. A wet, tired day? Yeah, like when you've been rained on and, you know. Yes, true. I had not been rained on, just to, just to set the record straight. But yeah, I can imagine. Um, I did have my loop pedal with me, though, so that may have thrown him off. <laughs> Your loop pedal? Yeah, my loop pedal, you know. How Ed Sheeran oh, has a loop yeah. pedal. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Of course. Where's Ed without his loop pedal? Exactly. Making beats. Um, I think I genuinely like I have some I have other things to say but but that probably was the highlight of my week which is showing um, how little there is going on in lockdown so to back that up something else that I've been doing is 
a lot of BuzzFeed quizzes. Nice. I don't know if you're familiar with, with the concept of a BuzzFeed quiz. I am, but tell me more. Okay, well, so you can go on BuzzFeed and they have many quizzes and you can do them on any topic. Uh, I did one on the Gilmore Girls. I did one on Capital Countries. I actually did one on which Alexander Hamilton character would you be? Oh, no, sorry. Which like cast member of the OG cast would you be based on songs? I got mm-hmm. Philippa So. Anyway. Hell yeah, um, casual. And then I also did one where I had to, they gave me different colored snacks and I had to choose my favorite of those snacks, like choose your favorite red snack, yellow snack, green snack, et cetera, et cetera. And then they tell you which Gossip Girl character you'd be, obviously. <laughs> and what were you? What Gossip Girl I was, character? I was Blair Waldorf. I see he's more Serena. Yeah, me too. Thank you for saying that. That's quite, quite a compliment, Ali. Yeah. And God knows I need it after that Ed Sheeran comment. <laughs> they are quite random, though, the BuzzFeed. But yeah, I think you have to should probably take it as gospel. You know, they know what they're talking about. Yeah, have you done any, have you done any this week? Well, I did this friend quiz to find out your element in the periodic table. <laughs> what element did you get? That was, I made that up because that's just, <laughs> just to, you know, signify how niche BuzzFeed quizzes are. I actually did do one, which was a Disney quiz on which Disney character do you relate to the most? Mm-hmm. And I got uh, Remy the Rat from Ratatouille. I've never actually watched Ratatouille. KJ! That's shocking. I know, know, but like rodents in restaurants, I was just like, not really, not really my my vibe. I mean, first of all, they wash their hands. (laughs) It's just a great film. I think you'd love it. Okay. I mean, as, as, as we keep saying, not loads going on. So I'll check it out. I'll give it a watch. I mean, it doesn't deserve your pity watch, but okay, KJ, come on. Give it the respect (laughs) it deserves. (laughs) What have you been doing, Ali? What's been going on this week? Um, my week. What a sigh. I love a sigh, KJ. I just, I just, it's such a good release. It's a sign I'm feeling good. Do you know what's weird? Yeah. The exact same thing happens to me. And I don't think I fully realized how much I sighed until 2020 when I started working from home. My flatmates are like, oh my God, stop sighing all the goddamn time. Like my colleagues at work never really comment. They commented a little bit. I mean, not. Yeah, I sigh like every other second, but yeah, the same thing. The year of size. Yeah, I think I, <laughs> I think I do it when I'm like working through a problem or like when I want to, you know, if I feel like I found a solution, it's like a relief sigh yeah. or like a, <gasps> how exciting. I didn't realize we had so much in common, so many similarities. Apart from sighing my way through the week, my week's been absolutely average, <laughs> uh, but I'm still smiling. And sighing. I was, I managed to crit my neck uh, watching oh, TikTok. No. Yeah, my 32-year-old neck couldn't handle it. And um, I spent a few days with my neck, with a hot water bottle tied around my neck with a, with a scarf. That's very innovative. Thank you. I had limited uh, mobility. And so I couldn't really see behind me. So anytime anyone came into the room, I made them announce themselves. Who goes there? Is what I said. <laughs> and what, your mum was like, it's me, Ali. Mum. <laughs> <laughs> we live together yeah do you remember when um basically the same thing happened to me on my 31st birthday and I'd fallen asleep watching Netflix and then I woke up and I couldn't move it was really upsetting I think I'd I te- you text me saying happy birthday and yeah. I just replied saying Ali I've hurt my neck I'm on the floor or something <laughs> and he said is this 31 and I was like KJ I'm sorry it is 
welcome to my world and then didn't your sister go into your room and you were spread eagle on the floor i don't think i was spread eagle i think i was just lying on the floor but yeah she did that did happen there's a pub in um wandsworth called uh spread eagled it makes me laugh every time i walk past it a spread eagled yeah wow let's go when uh there's a couple of lovable tarts like us so i don't i don't go on tiktok not because I don't want to, believe me, I do want to, but I thought it would be better for my mental health and, you know, I guess my social life to stay away from it. So I don't, I, I don't go on it, but I am quite interested in this concept of a hype house, Ali. Can you, um, can you explain what a hype house is for those who may not know? Absolutely, I can. Um, I think they were born in America land of the free <laughs> and there are two houses in LA similar to the uh, Montagues and the Capulets where they all fight it out to make videos to see who gets the most likes and the most cash because oh. TikTok pays them a certain amount like 0.02 cents per video I didn't actually know that TikTok paid paid them in the mm. hype houses I That's didn't realize you'd get you'd get a salary and yeah they just create content work out do chin-ups and they're they're quite young. They're from the age of 18 to like 19, 20, 21 year olds. Young whippersnappers. Young whippersnappers. I mean, other than the young whippersnapper aspect, it seems like something that could be our vibe, you know, as, as we are content creators. So I was thinking we could create our own hype house and call it, you know, something about tarts, or like a tart house or something like that. Tarts are us? Yeah. I was thinking we could go and like record our podcasts there and maybe invite some friends, some pals, just to hang out with. We wouldn't have to pay them to be content creators. We could just maybe pay them to inspire us for podcast content. But I was thinking we could create some TikToks and right. some Reels. Yeah. Um, and I, you know that, that common one where people jump and they change clothes? Yeah. And we could just do different types of tarts, but not like strawberry tart or apple tart, <laughs> but like working tart, cycling tart. Um, uh, Typing tart. I don't know why there'd be a typing tart. But basically, you could have typing tart and, you know, have a gal wearing office wear. And then she jumps and it could be like running tart, wearing spandex. I don't know why she's wearing spandex. This isn't the 80s. But then she could type again and be like functional tart, wearing a boiler suit. Again, not the 80s or the 90s, but we can go with this vibe. What do you think? Should we progress with the tart house? I'm all up for this tarty content. Maybe there could be a lost tart and she just never turns up. And then maybe in the UK, you know how people are like, oh, which, which Spice Girl are you? Which Sex in the City character are you? It'll become, you know, be cool to be like, oh, what, what tart are you? I think it's a craze that we need to start. I think so. And I think it's sure to catch on like wildfire. Absolutely. But less devastating <laughs> in its effects. <laughs> right now, players! What? Thought we'd get our creative juices flowing and get you all jacked up. We're nowhere to go. For now, KJ. For now. Yeah, for now, actually. There is hope. Soon we'll have places to go. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Would you like to start with KJ's inspiration? So this gal, I'd say, is one of my main inspirations in life. No, she's not one of my main inspirations in life, but I was very inspired by her in Glastonbury, Sunday afternoon, circa 2014 or 15, I can't exactly remember, I think 2015, 
Um, it is the one and only Dolly Parton. Whoop! Whoop, Dolly! Um, yeah, so I love Dolly Parton for many, many reasons, uh, which I've written down. And now I'm going to go through the top four reasons why I love Dolly. How many are there on the list? A hundred? There are a hundred, yeah. There are a hundred. But I thought that we only had time for four. Um, so my first one is just her music. It is fantastic and I think inspiring. In lockdown one, I would try to start every day by listening to nine to five loudly and dancing around in my bedroom. That has now been replaced by Tina Turner's Simply the Best. But uh, Dolly Parton was amazing. An incredible song that can just, I think if you're not feeling the day and you listen to nine to five, it can help you really get into it. Mm -hmm. So that's my number one reason. Number two. She's a prodigy, a music-making prodigy. Apparently, did you know, Ali, that she wrote I Will Always Love You and Jolene on the same day? Big day for Dolly. Big day for Dolly. Back-to-back hits. I mean, that's amazing. Both fantastic songs. They really are. They really are. Jolene, I think, is one of my favourite songs ever. I like Jolene. I like Islands in the Stream as well. Yeah. Yeah. Dolly. She's I amazing. also like the cover they do in, um, in Gavin and Stacey. Ness and uh, <laughs> yes. Uncle Bryn. Yes. Sidetrack, sorry. Continue with yeah. your list. I'm loving it. No, it's great. Um, number three, she's a humanitarian. Don't know if you saw the news recently, but she donated a million dollars for the Moderna vaccine. I always thought she was a good one. Yeah. She gives that impression. Gives that vibe. And fourth one, I think she's very self-aware. And she knows that she looks a bit fake, let's say. She's very aware of how she looks and how she is perceived. And I think she always acknowledges it before she's, you know, her interviewer um, can acknowledge it and make a joke out of it. So she kind of does it herself to take away the opportunity of them taking making a joke out of her. Plus there's a quote where she says, people who say less is more is BS or something. I can't remember. But, you know, I just really like a vibe. So, um, yeah, Dolly Parton, a true inspiration for KJ and hopefully now for all of you. Definitely me. I mean, you've inspired me through Dolly. And to listen to Dolly, hopefully. Oh, definitely, yeah. What Um, about you, Ali? Give me one of your inspiration or a time that you were inspired. Okay, well, um, going along the music track, yeah. Oh, excuse the pun there. I'm not sure if that was a pun. Songs with key changes. Yes. So Tina has got, I mean, I mean, can't use her first name, Tina Turner. <laughs> As you were saying, Simply the Best, that has a great key change. But what's even better has a great saxophone solo. And I just love songs with saxophone solos. Songs yeah. with key changes, songs with saxophone solos. Beyonce's Love on Top has about seven changes. Oh, you have to listen. You just think she just keeps on going. What about um, what a tune? So that's one of them. The part of my yeah, yeah. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. When you listen to these key change songs, do you ever? Because I do this. Either I think I'm in a music video in my bedroom, or I generally sometimes if I'm walking with my headphones on, I think I'm in a film, mm-hmm. and I power walk with attitude and when the key changes I'm like yes and I feel inspired does that do you do the same or no always always especially in the countryside I just kind of I think I'm in a music video that Mm. no one would want to watch 
I'd, I'd want to watch that. No, I gave her. No, it puts a pep in my step. For sure. Nothing as inspiring as some pep in the step. Or as Maury would say from um, Schitt's Creek, a pep in my step. A pep in my step. <laughs> I'm quite good at it, but that wasn't a very good quote. I'll try and do another accent because I've owned it quite well. <laughs> okay, so that was that. Then also... One of my favorite artists of all time is Otis Redding and his music just like calms me. It's just, I find it very, I'm trying to do something. I put him on and I just feel a, a surge of hope. I actually didn't realize until I went to Memphis a few years ago, I went to Stax, which is a record um, label. And they also have a museum there. I learned that um, Otis died when he was 26. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Poor Otis. I know. And the song Singing on the Dock of the Bay, not singing, he was sitting. First of all, he didn't finish the song. And so at the end, the guy who was editing it put in the sound of waves and seagulls. But also he couldn't whistle. Um, so someone else had to whistle. Posthumously. Yeah, I mean, he couldn't, he couldn't whistle because he was sadly dead. But also he couldn't actually, he was unable to whistle. <laughs> <laughs> he just didn't have that talent both things um so yeah so there's otis love all his songs and then bill withers oh, lovely day yeah. how can that not yeah. put a smile on your face exactly and i think it can inspire you to have a lovely day uh, one more thing and then i'll um pass the mic back to you sister yeah. act two have you seen it back in the habit i have not i have what have i been doing with my life no i haven't seen sister act two back in the habit whippy goldberg just to give a summary leads this um choir of you know Teenagers played by adults with bad attitudes. Disinterested tarts. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, but they're a gospel choir and then, oh, they have some pipes on them. And it's, I, you know, joyful, joyful and oh, happy day. It's incredible. You need to watch it. Put that onto your list. Under Ratatouille. Um, enough about that. I want to hear about your next source of inspiration. It, it's, it's part source of inspiration and part, part tearjerker. No, I do find it inspiring is when anyone famous does something for comic relief, Mm -hmm. you know, like whether it's Cheryl Cole climbing Kilimanjaro or Eddie Izzard running 40 marathons a day or Greg James doing something with a bike. I can't remember what it was, but I just it always a brings a tear to my eye. And B, I find it super inspiring. Or like that one where they had to do the bikes across the Sahara Desert. I mean, clearly, I'm quite a fan of comic relief. You know, I think it's sports, uh, sports relief. That's mm. what it is. But I find that quite inspiring. You know, people really putting themselves outside of their comfort zone, being filmed for it and raising money for charity. Yeah, that's one of mine. It's a great one. What's that I hear you ask? You want to hear another one of mine? I do. Tell me, Ali. Give me another one of yours. Okay, so Greta Thunberg, just for the patience that she showed, waiting a year to recycle one of Trump's own tweets and mm. throw it back at him. To troll him back. Yeah. yeah. Well done. Telling well him done. to chill and to work on his anger when he wrote that, well, he, he tweeted, stop the count, full respect. Also, obviously, everything she's doing for the, uh, for the environment, global warming, but just the level of, I wouldn't yeah. even say pettiness. It's just, she's great anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That was very, that is very impressive. I have a couple of, you know, like, like niche ones. Mm. They're not really niche. They're just, they're just a bit different. Number one, I'm inspired by... Harry Styles's style. Nice. He is my style inspiration, I would say. And like pre-Vogue, you know, back when it was just low-cut patterned shirts and skinny jeans. 
and heeled boots. You know, that's is that that's style that you would wear, or just you'd like a style, or you like guys with that style. I mean, I kind of feel that I've not that wasn't clear, but I understood your I understood your question, and my only answer is both. <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> yes, yes to everything there. Mainly for my own personal style, but I think if I saw someone wearing an outfit that I would wear in the street, I'd be like, "Oh, damn, boy." Can I borrow your shirt? Interesting story. I actually did message someone on Hinge the other day asking if I could borrow his shirt. He didn't reply. So maybe, maybe we'll talk about that another time. And my other one is, you know, mundane, everyday inspiration. Ham and cheese sandwich. Mm. Can help you get through the day. Talk me through your ham and cheese sammy. Well, it can either be homemade. Mm you know, with some superseded loaf bread, some butter, some mature cheddar, some ham, you know, whether breaded or honey or just your regs ham. Could be from Pret. Whew, that's a good one. Whatever it is, you know, you can't, I don't think you can ever go wrong with a ham and cheese sandwich. And I'm always inspired by it. Unless you've got hard butter. I find that very uninspiring. Yeah. Heard it here first. Got any more for me? Got any more inspiration for me? Try and stop me. Right. Okay. Um, a couple of things. Ruby Wax. Yeah. I find her inspiring because inspiring, she campaigns for mental health and yeah. she's trying to break the stigma of mental health. And I went to a talk last year that she did. Or was it this year? I think it was this year. No concept of time. And she just talked about how we're not told to, how to use our brains, how the brain leans towards negative bias and how we think there's something wrong with us. So she's basically trying to break it down and essentially say, why aren't we taught how to use our brains? Like we're taught, you know, we're taught certain <laughs> subjects, but it's weird to think that we're never really taught about the goings on in our brains. Yeah, very true. Very true. A good one. That's a good choice. Um, so I, yeah, big fan of Ruby and Matt Haig as well. Um, who is a, Who's Matt Haig? I don't think Matt, I've heard of him. Matt Haig's an author, but he also, um, I think he writes poetry as well. He suffers from depression mm. and he basically is just a good spokesperson for, I mean, male mental health and just generally mental health mm-hmm. and challenging the problematic concept of man up. Uh-huh. Okay. And also how expressing feeling doesn't belong to a specific gender. and again how societal conditioning that equates strength and masculinity so I, I find it inspiring that he like through his own depression he's just encouraging others to speak up if they're feeling low and talk about how they're feeling so I think he mm-hmm. is a big inspiration last of all Ben Stokes English cricketer uh-huh. his performance at the Ashes at Headingley last August I can still smell that day KJ <laughs> what did it smell like victory hope <laughs> and victory he essentially pulled England back from the tight grasp of defeat pretty much single-handedly with a little help from Jack Leach so KJ now I think if I'm I'm, you know need that inspiration I think what would Stokesy do just dig your heels in and keep batting exactly and don't let the Aussies wear you down (laughs) (laughs) okay KJ any more inspiring stories you want to tell me? I don't have people, but I, I do have a story, you know. I do have a story, and it happened to me. 
It didn't involve anyone famous, but I think it was quite a, I was going to say a, a page turner. It was quite a, uh, <laughs> a turning point in my life. And a page turner, if anyone was reading a memoir. <laughs> that made me laugh okay (laughs) exactly Ali exactly so this happened I think I was like 26 27 so for those of you who can do do the maths it was about four years ago four or five years ago I I was on my cousin's Hindu and her and her uni friends had kind of a tradition I think when they would get back from a night out at university they would all just get in the bath and debrief and just chat and they would call it tit soup okay which i mean what a name we were in this really big house in bath and it had this massive bathroom with a huge bath that could fit a lot of girls in and we got back from the night out and they like a lot of them went to do tit soup and they invited me in at that point you know, all of my family had gone to bed. So there were like no blood relatives there to make it a bit weird. And they were like, come in. But if you're going to come in, you have to take your bra off. And so I was like, oh, okay. Um, And I wasn't feeling, you know, I wasn't too body confident as Jamila Jamil would say (laughs) at the time. Uh, So I took my bra off as they, as they requested. Um, But I think I was standing in there, like just holding my boobs. And I think at this point there was like eight people in the bath and there was like three people, including myself, in a shower. <laughs> it was like quite steamy. I don't oh, know. Hello. I think a couple of girls were like, why are you covering your boobs? And I was like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not that comfortable with how I look. And they said, look, like basically they were like, stop being an idiot. Look at everyone around you. And literally like, so like how many have I said? Like 10 or 12 different girls, all just wearing like thongs and pants and nothing else. And everyone, you know, entirely different, entirely different shape and size. And they said, look, everyone looks completely different. And, you know, you just need to love who you are because, you know, your body is fantastic. Everyone's bodies are fantastic. And, you know, it really made me realize that. And it genuinely kind of did inspire me to actually become a lot more confident in myself, my body, and actually, you know, appreciate it for what it was. So, Ali, there you go. Tit soup, nothing more inspirational than 12 topless girls in a bath. Amen to that. And I mm. agree with them. I've seen your ass in those jeans. <laughs> I mean, your whole body's great and I need to stop talking. I'm just a creep. What about you, Ellie? Any, any specific times where you're particularly inspired? Actually, funny you should say it. Um, a bath. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Anytime I go on holiday or I'm coming back from holiday, I feel this newfound inspiration. Yeah. I'm turning my life around. I'll be sat on a plane, staging my comeback, and then I touch down a Heathrow and I've forgotten about it. But this year, I mean, 2020, there's no comeback if you haven't been anywhere. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> Next year, though, it's a new year and we're all like coming back hard from the year of corona yeah what a what a time to have a comeback exactly i'm glad that lockdown happened so i can have my comeback selfishly yeah hey ali let's play a game of who said what oh yeah okay i'm going to start it off i was about to give you the the answer there who said this by the way these are going to be inspirational quotes just to let you know (laughs) 
fight for the things you care about, but do it in a way that will lead others to join you. Do you know? No, I don't know. It is a famous RBG. Have you yeah. seen um, a basic, Basis of Sex? Was that the name of the film? Yeah, The Basis of Sex. I, I have seen that one, luckily. Didn't want to have another one that I haven't seen. Yeah, I have seen On the Basis of Sex. A good film. Recommend to anyone. Yeah. Have you got one for me? Yes, Great. I have. You can never have enough socks. Well, that is inspiring. I bought some socks this week and they are sick. Is it Dumbledore? Albus to you, but yeah, you're right. (laughs) Smart man, LBD. Okay, I've got one. This is a quote. It's actually a lyric going back to the song theme, but I listened to it in the gym. It inspires me and I recommend it to you. Okay, so it's... One and two and three and four and get them sit-ups right and tuck your tummy right and do your crunches like this. I went wrong a little bit, but there you go. You got the gist. Have you heard that? Was it Eureka Johnson's workout video? <laughs> no, it is. <laughs> no, but good guess. It's from Kanye West's The New Workout Plan. It is great. Anna Nicole Smith is in the video. Um, check it out. Check Ooh. it out. It'll, um, it'll inspire you to do some squats and some sits to, and some sit-ups. Not that you need inspiration. but Squat right now. I'm squatting right now. <laughs> okay. Success is liking yourself, liking what you do, and liking how you do it. Oh, nice. That's a very nice quote. I don't know who it's by, though. Maya Angelou. Ah. I love her. Mm. She writes poems and they're inspiring and she's a civil rights activist. And I mean, she's sadly dead now, but I like it a lot. My last one is, I don't know how inspirational it is. I just really like the quote and I really like the feeling behind it. So it's by a gal called Liana Fink, Liana Fink, who is a cartoonist. She lives in New York. And the quote that I heard her say one, one time was, I wish I could have given them the world, but I did what I could. And I thought, what a nice outlook to have on the world, you know? Yeah, definitely. I really like that one. I've got a couple more. Hit me. Don't let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game. <laughs> I know, I, re- I recognise this. Is this from a Disney film? That's it is. It's from a Cinderella story. Uh, of course, starring Hilary Duff. Hilary Duff as Hilary Duff. <laughs> Chad Michael Murray. Murray as Chad Michael Murray. You can't remember what she looks like with a mask off <laughs> what a dope exactly do you ever think how does he not tell and then you remember it's a film keep it together and <laughs> um, my last one got bread question mark poor hollywood <laughs> good guess no jesus oh <laughs> uh what testament are they um it's the new testament edited by me I, I, like, I liked it when he said that actually because I, as we as we discussed earlier bread is bread is inspiring yeah i wonder what jesus had in his sandwiches fishes fish bread anyway enough about inspiring yuck let's stick to some uninspiring things tell me tell me some uninspiring things ali okay okay here's one thing that grinds my gears Tell me. Golfy umbrellas and the people that use them. Golfy umbrella, the streets of London, and they just carry them around. They, they're big bullies, walking into everyone else, 
pushing all the smaller umbrellas out of the way, everyone gets wet. It's a lose-lose situation, apart from those toss pots carrying the big, the big old golfing umbrellas. Why are they called golfing umbrellas? I think it's just because they take them to play golf with them. Oh, wow. They're quite big. Hmm. So if I could change things, I'd, I'd um, wipe Ow. out golfing umbrellas. Yeah. Have a golfing umbrella, or have an umbrella for once that you can handle, okay, pal? Don't bring us into your, you know, making up for things in other places. Do you have a pet peeve, KJ? I do. Um, the main one that I have are people spitting on the street. I have questions that I don't want to be answered. I just want to keep judgmentally asking them to myself in my head. Like, A, what is the need for that? B, how do you have so much spit in your mouth? C, why do you feel the need to spit it out onto the street? I think I asked the same question twice, but really, what is the need for it? Especially in 2020, don't be spitting your spit outside or anywhere. Hopefully that will be one of the good things to come out of COVID. There's no more street spitting. Hallelujah. I've got one more pet peeve. I mean, I've got a long list, but we don't have all day. Uh, inconsiderate people really get up my nose. Um, <laughs> I mean, especially in London, everyone's really busy. People are selfish. I just find inconsiderate people really, really annoying. Although once when I was at school, I actually got an award when they were giving them out to any, um, any old tart. And I was at primary school. I got consideration for others cup. Mm. When I went to get it, I stepped on someone's foot really badly. So I feel like completely cancelled it out. Kept on walking. <laughs> yeah. I feel our pet peeves are quite similar. They're all about some kind of inconsideration. Mm. Interesting. Um, my last one, actually, it's kind of a pet peeve, but also I wanted to ask your advice on it, is when... You know, you say something perfectly funny on Hinge, like, hey, pal, can I borrow your shirt? And people don't reply. Clearly, that, what I find funny is not enticing to the opposite sex. Yeah, but it's just one guy, and you know that, you know, he clearly doesn't have a good sense of humour. <laughs> Despite having a good dress sense. Ali, have you got... So it You made can't me have think. both, KJ. You can't have a good dress sense and be funny. <laughs> We're the only ones. Yeah. A question for you, though, is do you have any um, openers, pre-made openers for dating apps? And actually, the main reason why I want to ask you and put it out there is I imagine for the last month or so, the dating apps have been very quiet. But now we're about to start unlocking in a week and a half. Do you think, you know, things are going to get a bit wild again? And so I wanted to be prepared because clearly my... uh, my openers are not cutting the mustard. Uh, okay, I've got a few. I've got a vaccine back at mine. Interested? <laughs> Topical and funny. I like it. I'd start with a joke, like knock, knock, and they say, who's there? And then you say, your future wife. And then if they can't take a joke and they call you intense, then you know they're not for you. And that otherwise they just roll with it. Or then they say, yeah, should we get married? And then you say, no, you're being in- intense. And then... The conversation ends <laughs> or I said this to someone the other day when I say the other day I think it was five years ago um, but I'm going back in the archives and what did I say <clears throat> I don't usually do this but I felt compelled to tell you something and he said naturally I'm intrigued very intrigued and I said you look like you have an absolutely breathtaking hiney 
Did you do each of those in you? All separate lines. All separate oh. lines. How do you spell Heine? I spelled it H-E-I-N-I-E. Mm, sounds right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even know where to start there. Kind of like Heinz ketchup, but Heine. I'm not really sure what I was going with that. I feel it's a bit probably objectifying him. But yeah, so clearly I'm not the best person to give advice. I would say um, maybe go with an inspirational quote. Yeah, maybe. That's a good idea. Maybe go in with an, with an, with an Angelou or a Kanye West lyric. One of the two. If not, I reckon I've got a vaccine. Are you interested? You in? That is good. Or I might try the Heine one as well. I've never used Heine in a message and I'm excited to. <laughs> Heine has been trending in our, uh, in, in, across this episode of the pod, I think. Heine. Or you could say, um, ha ha, good point. And I'll say, but I didn't make a point. And then you could say, we'll start making one. Good Lord. Our people. Our tarts, our players. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Girls Aren't Funny. We hope it gave you some inspiration, some hope, a glimmer of optimism in these somewhat dark times. As always, spread the word, tell your friends, leave a review wherever you leave your reviews, and have a great day. Also, a few weeks ago, I mentioned Ali and Tearing where I use a map to get myself around the countryside. And I put a few little tidbits tidbits together for your pleasure or amusement. Peace out, guys. Bye. Hello, it's me, Ali. I'm off on an Ali and Tearing trip. I coined that word. Yeah, so I'm le- left the safety of my village and I'm walking towards Broughton. Uh, and I may have to overcome some challenges along the way. I've been warned that there's a bull in this field I'm walking into. But, you know, what do they say about life? About grabbing horns? Famous last words. Uh, although I am a tourist, so... There's a famous saying, fight bull with bull. That's not a saying, I made it up, but you know, you never know. So where I'm walking to is a castle, and it's called Broughton Castle, nearly tripped. And fun fact, it's actually used for lots of films. Shakespeare in Love, Three Men and a Little Lady, and another film that I was actually an extra in, a rom-com. And you can actually see the back of my head in it. Um, I'll give you a few hints. I'm sat at a table inside the castle at a dinner party. And it's meant to be set in Scotland, but that's all I'm giving you. You have to guess the rest. And it was actually a lot of fun. A lot of sitting around, eating food that, you know, pretending to eat food, that is, as an actor or a stand-in. And when it came to catering, when we were on a break, because I had a, a really nice dress on, um, as part of my character, just didn't turn up to set uh, like that. This is not a well well thought out story, is it? And okay, I'm going over a fence. Which which way should I go? That feels like it's a dead end. Wait, it's this way or nothing. Okay, so yeah, as I climb over this fence, oh Jesus. Anywho, 
I just had to consult my map. You never guess what I did. I used the gradients to figure out my location. I am learning more every day. Turns out you can learn quite a lot when you choose to concentrate, which is great. And also I can see a path other people have been on, but that's not the point. I noticed the gradients and I used my noggin. And anyway, I'm going to carry on with my story. What happened was, we were on a break and someone said, don't let her have a donut to me because she could get it on her dress. And you know what happened? Predictably, I got it on my dress. I had to spend quite a lot of time hiding it. But it was a lot of fun. Um, I would suggest, you know, extra work when filming resumes to give it a shot. It's fun. Anyway, I'm making my way through a field. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm allowed in here. Again, where's this bull? They give all this warning. What a load of bull. Am I right? Oh, I've lost the path. Uh, I almost turned back. Not to sound dramatic, but... There's like a massively flooded field and I'm still worried I'm going in the wrong direction. And there's a house overlooking where I am. And they probably just think, oh, that poor lost tart. She has no idea what she's doing. You can hear that sloshing around. At one point, I feel there's going to be a sinkhole. That isn't the right term, but you know what I mean. I saw some cows earlier, but no other livestock to be seen. Livestock for the uh, urbanites are, uh, you know, horses, cows, bulls, ducks, chickens, um, geese, rabbits. Actually, no. Not really sure you farm rabbits, do you? Anyway. Uh, I said chickens, didn't I? Right. Sign me up to Country File. I should be on that programme. I clearly know my stuff. There's a van over there. But I can hear... I'm meant to be heading towards a road. God, I'm, I'm walking with confidence now. What should we go? Okay. I think this is going to conclude Ali and Tearing for now. Um, hope you enjoyed story time. I will do it again. Maybe. Oh, I found, stumbled across a river. I knew I was in the right place because I saw a river and thought that's where I'm in between where I'm meant to be going, between the gradients and the river. And lo and behold, here I am. I'll try and take a photo of the castle because it's got a moat, which is pretty cool. Okay, talk to you later. Out, just to add. And this man just asked me for directions. So I gave them to him, but I think they were slightly confusing. But I think he's walked off hoping for the best. In my defence, there are different. I, came, I went one way and then came back a different way. And it's the same, it's the same kind of field. So there's more than one entrance. So yeah, I'm sure he'll get there. Uh, oh, the cows are lying down. You know what that means.